I'm just going to be super transparent with you. I have a chip on my shoulder every day. <laughs> I have a chip on my shoulder since the day I got cut from that JV baseball team. And that translates to my entrepreneurial path. I've had people that said to me, oh, get a quote unquote real job. And I'm sure you've had this too, because you're killing it and you're not doing the cookie cutter path. Right. You know, it just settle and do this like that chip on my shoulder and the mission of trying to make kids better and reach their own potential. That's the grit because I have a chip on my shoulder. I don't think that's a bad thing to have a chip on your shoulder. Hello, Bucket List Careers listeners. Thanks for joining me. I'm Crystal Laurie. Today, we've got Justin Sherman on the podcast, a lifelong lover of all things baseball. He approached me on social media and said, I want to be a part of this podcast. Filled out my standard Google Doc form to be sure he was a quote unquote fit. And he certainly is. I love this young guy's story. A serial entrepreneur who started with a DJ business at age 13. A few pivots after that. He shares with us in this episode what he's trying to achieve now with the business he's founded called Just In Time Baseball and how he's successfully navigated learning differences to get where he is today. Let's take a listen. Justin, welcome to Bucket List Careers. It is so fun to have you on the show. Krista, thank you so much for having me. I absolutely love your hustle. I follow you on social media. I listen to your podcast. They're awesome and you're killing it. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. You know, I think my son is going to love this episode. You know, he's a player. He's a catcher. He's 14. You travel guy spends a lot of time at the cage. You know the drill. I do. You're doing this and you're killing it. First off, I can imagine a lot of people consider playing baseball, coaching baseball, being out on the field all day, a dream gig. So tell me what lights you up about it the most. I didn't wake up one day and say, I'm going to start a baseball training business, just like I'm sure a lot of the other entrepreneurs and business people you have on your podcast, which is awesome. Long story short, because it definitely is a long story, but long story short, I started just giving some baseball lessons in the neighborhood in Westchester, New York. Right. Got out of school, wasn't a very successful, decent high school baseball player. I know where you are, the high school baseball is phenomenal mm -hmm. over by Large Mama Marinette. Barely made my varsity baseball team, got cut from my JV baseball team. Perseverance, hard work, ended up making the high school team and was very fortunate enough to fast forward, play college baseball. I got out of school and I'm like, look, I got to make some extra bucks. I've always loved coaching. I've always tried to gather kids in the neighborhood, almost like the Pied Piper, having kids that were older <laughs> than me. I was 12 years old, getting 18-year-olds to play stickball and five-year-olds, seven-year-olds. Yeah. So I always had the knack of like bringing kids together, and I always sincerely enjoyed it and being a mentor to kids. So fast forward to today, Just In Time Baseball has become a well-known company through a lot of hard work and continuous hard work, mm -hmm. and it just morphed into a company 10 years later. Oh. From me giving baseball lessons in a backyard at a park. I meant to ask you how long you've been in existence. So it has been 10 years. Yeah. So I've been coaching, I guess you could say, for like 14 years. Mm -hmm. But Just In Time Baseball really took off the last like year and a half, two years, the company with instructors right. and, and really expanding and scaling the, the business. Tell me what makes what you're doing a little bit different than other coaching businesses. Is there something that you're trying to carve out that singular Yes. So there's a lot of baseball training companies, Right. friends with a lot of them. There's a lot of people I would consider mentors, friends. I believe we're different because we really emphasize youth development through the game of baseball. Mm -hmm. Some of our best coaches 
barely played high school baseball, but they're an outstanding coach because they know how to communicate with a child. And it's all about life lessons and building confidence. That's really our bread and butter. That's our MO. I mean, our core of our kids are ages four to 12 to 13. Right. So it's a young athlete, like really getting started. I've coached kids. I've been fortunate to coach kids that go on to play college baseball and high school baseball. But our core is to have kids reach their own potential. Right. That's our mission statement, youth development through the game. Let's now go back to your entrepreneurial spirit. You told me at 13, you started a DJ company with your buddy. So something was going on even then. Were you striking out on your own? What led you to where you are today? In Westchester, as I'm sure you know, there are a lot of bar bar mitzvahs. That was the big thing. Bar bar mitzvahs, people in the, the socks, you know, those were the things with the socks, you know, oh, what socks did you get from the bar mitzvah? Uh, <laughs> right. All the giveaways. Right. Giveaways, goodies. So basically, my buddy and I, we always were fascinated by how the DJ would move the crowd. Hmm. And I was once at my friend's house and I'm like, let's just like throw a party for like the neighborhood. We were like 12 years old. Mm -hmm. So we made flyers. We started handing them out around the neighborhood. We had 30 kids in this kid's basement doing parties like every weekend. And I'm like, you know, we can make this a business. Like we're 12 years old. We can make this a business. We did our first party. Kid was a five-year-old birthday party. In fact, the kid that we did the birthday party for, he's now on the just-in-time baseball coaching staff. (laughs) Of course he is. Life comes full circle. But through evolving and just hard work and networking, I get even at the age of 13, 14 years old, our parents bought us a DJ system and we invested and started a company. We were doing bar bar mitzvahs at 15 years old in Westchester. We're 15. I love that story. Bar bar mitzvahs. And you were playing baseball at the same time. Yes. I've always had the baseball passion, but this DJ business really took off you know we were doing that for 10 years I mean I still do it a little bit but obviously Justin time has taken over tell me about your experience in baseball in high school because you have said to me you didn't always have huge successes you were cut from one of the teams but you also feel like that formed your character and has in a way really been the best thing that could have happened to you in terms of being a good coach so talk to me about that Totally. You ask great questions. So basically. <laughs> I love you. You're good for my ego, Justin. <laughs> yeah, uh, the truth. I got cut from the JV baseball team. And why is that a big story in my own head and, and to my business? Because I'm not one of these guys. That, oh, I played pro ball. I played for the Yankees. I'm not one of those guys. And I want that to be an inspiration to not only just other baseball coaches or whatever, or other players that got cut from a team and want to build their confidence. Obviously that's the big picture here is you never know if you work hard, that good things could happen if you work hard. Right. But even entrepreneurs, like I wasn't your cookie cutter with the Rolodex straight out of school or the baseball connections. I just straight up busted it and still to this day busted as if I have nothing, which, you know, that's my mentality. I love that. But on the ball field to the kids, I mean, that's the real story here is like the easy answer here is never give up. I mean, I went from a kid not making a high school baseball team to playing and coaching in college. So it's all about reaching your own potential. And if that story can inspire children, because most kids are not going to play college baseball. Their parents don't necessarily believe that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, but again. Like, I'm making a joke. I'm making just being a baseball mom. That's a whole other podcast. Totally. <laughs> right? Yeah, but that is very true. 
that the reality is a lot of the kids you are coaching are probably not even going to be recruited, but there is camaraderie and there's so much to be gained from having a great time on the diamond, right? I think that's part of what you're saying, but I also like the grit. That's a word that you mentioned to me when we first connected. And I feel like that stays with me as far as your journey so far, because you're super young. Why do you think the grit is so powerful? And how do you instill that in the kids that you're coaching? So I'm just going to be super transparent with you. I have a chip on my shoulder every day. (laughs) I have a chip on my shoulder since the day I got cut from that JV baseball team. And that translates to my entrepreneurial path. I've had people that said to me, oh, get a quote unquote real job. And I'm sure you've had this too, because you're killing it and you're not doing the cookie cutter path. Like, right. You know, what? just settle and do this like that chip on my shoulder and the mission of trying to make kids better and reach their own potential. That's the grit. Because I have a chip on my shoulder. I don't think that's a bad thing to have a chip on your shoulders. No. Well, if it's motivating you in the right direction, then it's completely a positive thing. Was there a pivotal moment when you said, I'm starting just in time baseball? Or was it more of like an evolution? How'd you get it off the ground? I've always, as you talked about so graciously, always had the entrepreneurial backbone. I'll tell you, I got to thank my parents for that one. Absolutely. What are their names? Gail and Jean, very... uh, Gail and Jean, little shout out. That definitely has helped. (laughs) They never once said, just stop this and do this for... Like, they've always been in my corner. And I think that's a big, big plus. Oh, it's huge. Because, you know, most... Some parents, I don't want to say most, some parents will say, nah, you know, quit that or whatever. So long story short, with the inception of Justin Time Baseball, I mean, really during COVID is where I'm like, wow. Mm -hmm. We went from one coach in a year to 13 on our staff in one year during. Wow. So really just in time baseball was just me and one other coach. But during this COVID process, now that kids are home, weren't going to sleep away, really refocusing my mission and not just trying to attack every single kid, meaning like really focus our demographic on ages five to 12 and be dominant. That's where I'm like, you know what? There's a niche here. We're good at this. Yeah. Let's dominate this sector. And we exploded. We've 10x in growth. Well, that's one of my questions. I mean, since I launched this early January, everybody gets the question, what was your biggest pandemic pivot? How did you navigate, obviously, social distancing with kids and youth baseball in the midst of all this? Was it really challenging? Did you think you were going to make it through? Our business, okay, our business for the first seven months, like every other business, was virtual. I was doing classes with kids from Colorado, California, Florida, Chicago. So that also helped. I mean, we did get a spot on News 12, which was very cool. They did a story on us. Nice. So catapulted our, I know you're very familiar. I used to work for News 12 and I know a lot of the people. Who who was the reporter? Uh, it was, well, Nikita Ramos was very helpful. Nikita awesome. Ramos, Scott McGee. I used to coach his Scott kid. McGee. Okay. I know Scott. You know what's great about News 12 is that they cover the stories that maybe the other networks might not like the feel good stories, the local stories, like what you're describing. So kudos to News 12 on that. Okay. So they gave you a little coverage. Go on. They did. So we really pivoted with the virtual. Mm -hmm. I said, look, you got to keep getting better. We would do weekly classes. I would start like literally teaching the game online. I did a trivia night, a baseball trivia night for families. I got an autograph ball from my friend, Brandon Steiner. I'm sure you know Steiner Sports, but Brandon Mm -hmm. Steiner is one of my buddies. I honestly, the real pandemic, like the shift, just not stopping. Like I just did not stop. I didn't really take a day off even during the pandemic. And I think that's what catapulted our growth. And it's going to hopefully just continue. Just keep it rolling. 
when we talked about what you want listeners to take away from this podcast, you know, we try to get to a point in the conversation where we're offering some advice from your story. You told me you wanted listeners to understand that someone like you, who's dealt with adversity, specifically a learning disability, can really crush this, right? So thank you for wanting to share that, by the way. Speak to that a little bit, please. I really think it's inspirational. I'm not exaggerating that, Justin. No, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I mean, look, growing up, I was speech delayed. Got it. Finished my degree as a communication major. Yes. Speech delayed, IEP, all the typical extended time. I was in multiple classes where I needed like double assistance, real, like almost right. a shadow. These are learning differences. Yes. I was an okay high school student. I went to Westchester Community College for two years. That was a great move for me personally. Really, I called it like a, like, I don't want to say a halfway house, but it was like an in-between to get my feet wet and to get my academic bearings. Yeah. Like a foundation, right? Yeah. So I really struggled in school. And look, I just finished last Friday. I just got my master's in physical education. Congratulations. On top of running this company. Right. That in and of itself is really something anyone can apply to say, hey, you know, sky's the limit. Yes. And that's the whole point here. Like, yeah, okay. A micro story of a kid getting cut from JV, it happens all the time. But if we can instill that to a child and that message gets radiated, because a lot of people in my position owning this, owning a baseball company are like studs. They played in the minors. There's a lot of them. And like, they have all these stories, but that's not me. I'm the kind of kid that was not that story and was an okay, solid baseball player and is really trying to have kids reach their own potential. I love that narrative so much yeah. because like you said, I mean, you're teaching the mechanics of baseball, but what the coach says to the kids, I really feel like it's so valuable. I mean, it really sticks with them. Like I can talk till I'm blue in the face, but when the coach speaks to my son, I mean, it's like one of the 10 commandments. Totally. So you really do have kind of a responsibility, I think. And it sounds like you're rising to that occasion, which is amazing. Well, I appreciate it. Just to add on the last year because of COVID, mm -hmm. I've actually been very fortunate to have parent coaches reach out to me from all over the country. The reason why I'm saying this is because of what you just said. I call all parent coaches, right? Because I speak to kids that coach five-year-olds, six-year-olds. Like I, I just spoke to a league in Pennsylvania last week or two weeks ago. And I say it's an awesome responsibility to be a parent coach. Like you are the underbelly of youth baseball, coaching leaders, mentors, like that's an awesome responsibility. Oh, you're absolutely right. And I see so many making time for their own kids, but also just the team in general. It's the backbone to some extent of being able to continue youth sports the way we are. Where are you going to be in five, 10 years? I mean, I'd like to see just some time baseball cover all of New York. I'd like to be in leagues all over the country. I mean, I'd like to be like helping other leagues around the country, helping parent coaches growing the game, basically, ultimately, in a nutshell, continuing to help grow the game, our company to help grow the game and inspire youth baseball players, and also helping parent coaches. A big niche we've had this year is we're doing five through seven year olds. And we're basically partnering with leagues all over Westchester County. We were in Harrison, we're in Bedford, we're in Eastchester. I'd like to do that all over New York in the next five years, take over the country. I think it'd be great. I love it. I think you have what it takes, my friends. So where can people find out about Just In Time Baseball online? You could go to justintimebaseball.com. We have everything there. Big on Instagram, Just In Time Baseball. Follow us. You can go to Twitter, Just In Time Baseball. 
that's really the main hubs where we're at. We're really pushing there, pushing tips and drills for parent coach. I really try to put out as much as possible to help the parent coaches because that's really where we're gearing here. Yeah. Like I said, they're the underbelly and they're going to be working with the kids. And if we can give them that foundation to help manage the children, that's what we try to push a lot on our channels here. That education element. Correct. It sounds fantastic. Justin, this was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for being on the show and inspiring Bucket List Careers listeners. Wish you well, and I will see you around because we're kind of neighbors. <laughs> yes, you are a stud, and thank you for having me on. <laughs> Thanks so much, Justin. Take care. So are you my next Bucket List Careers guest? Just email me at Krista at BucketListCareersPodcast.com. I love hearing about cool careers and what sparks a professional change, that moment of, I'm doing this now. We are all learning so much from each other's journeys. I'm learning so much. So thank you, as always, for being a part of this. Until next week, be well. An ironic media production. Visit us at ironicmedia.com.